Welcome to NC Retold. A place where we get to know North Carolina. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Corey George. Today's episode of NC Retold is brought to us by Pilot Surveying and Engineering, providing civil engineering and land surveying services across the Carolinas. Check them out on the web at www.pilotse.com. This is episode one of NC Retold. This is our intro episode where we let you get to know us and what NC Retold is all about. We thought the best way to do that is just to interview the host, and his name is Corey George, and he's here with us today. So, Corey, what is NC Retold? NC Retold is a podcast that I started as an attempt to preserve stories of North Carolinians and really got the idea from, I mean, an unfortunate family event where we lost my grandfather and we lost all the stories with him. And NC Retold is an attempt to preserve the stories that make North Carolina, North Carolina. And what can people expect from listening to the podcast NC Retold? So people can expect to hear about a range of North Carolina topics and a range of individuals from North Carolina that, you know, the highlights that we're, we're going to try to cover really anything that is related to culture in North Carolina. Uh, we're going to talk to people that are from here originally, people born and raised, people that have moved here, why they moved here, what kept them here. We're going to try to, in, we're going to try to interview people from, you know, what, when you think about North Carolina, what do you think about? And you're going to think about colleges, universities. You're going to think about college basketball. You're going to think about NASCAR, the mountains. You're going to think about hiking and the outdoors and our beaches. North Carolina really has a lot to offer. Yes, it does. Um, of course, we were both born and raised here. So tell me a little bit about yourself since you, you said you were born here, raised here. That's right. So I was born and raised in the foothills of North Carolina here uh, outside Pilot Mountain and grew up here, grew up on a family tobacco farm. Um, Do not currently grow tobacco now, but I had my fair share of learning about what it meant to work hard in the fields and went to school, uh, went to high school in Pilot Mountain and went, moved off to Raleigh, went to NC State University where I studied engineering then went off to work out in the mountains of North Carolina doing civil engineering and land surveying. Then went back to school at NCANT University where I got a bachelor's degree in geomatics and ultimately became a licensed engineer and land surveyor in North Carolina and surrounding states. But in North Carolina first and worked for companies in Wilkesboro, North Carolina, Raleigh, Charlotte, and really had the opportunity to travel across the state uh, and do projects in all different jurisdictions uh, in addition to traveling on my own leisure time and visiting state parks and the beach and the mountains. And you didn't stop there. You went and got a general contracting license too, right? I did go get a general contractor's license. This guy likes to study. I enjoy enjoy (laughs) going to school. All right. Well, um... Besides your professional background, tell us a little bit about your personal life. So I'm 
happily married nearly 10 years. What, what? have three beautiful kids and live on the family farm right now in the foothills uh, close to the base of Pilot Mountain. All right. So do you have any stories from growing up here in North Carolina you'd like to share, like our other guests coming up? I think growing up in North Carolina, uh, mostly what I remember was being around family. And that's mostly what, I mean, we, I was fortunate enough to grow up on, on a family farm here in the foothills. And while I was younger, we were in the commercial tobacco industry. In addition to, you know, my grandparents working other jobs, which I think was fairly common at the time. Unfortunately, not very common anymore. Um, but I have personally very fond memories of growing up on the farm, uh, hunting, fishing. And I mean, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents while I was younger, when my grandpa was still with us. I remember my grandma, while my grandpa was at work, my grandma helped us build a tree house, uh, out of old sawmill slats. And in hindsight, it seems fairly sketchy, but at the time (laughs) we had a great time, me and my cousins that would spend the summer with my grandma, with my grandma. And we we dabbled and uh, we did a bunch of other things. There there was a summer or two in high school, I think, where I think I literally went fishing for two hours a day every single day of the week. I mean, every day. We would hit the same fish pond every morning from like 8 to 10. Then we would get sick of, you know, catching all the big fish. (laughs) and my grandma would have, you know, some late breakfast or early lunch ready for us when we got there. And it's things like that. It's stories like that and time spent with family that, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are getting nowadays, Um, especially in the cities and the urban areas, people being transplants, and I think preserving the stories of the people who have lighthearted and warm stories are, I mean, not only you're preserving those stories for their families and their generations, but it's good to hear that it still exists. And I can't think of a better place to start, you know, preserving those stories than right here at home. So we, if you started this podcast because of the stories of your grandpa. I don't think that we can end the pot, this intro episode without hearing about how your grandpa harvested watermelons after a flood. So my grandpa, I mean, literally, it seemed like could just, he could grow anything. I don't know how, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he, whatever magic was, that dude could grow anything. And our property here is on the Ararat River. And my grandpa always planted watermelons in the river bottom, in the field right next to the riverbank. And one year he had, I mean, water the watermelons were, were uh, they were pretty much ready to be harvested. And we got a big, just huge rain event, flood. I think we had 
probably six or eight feet of water in the river bottom. And so, uh, you know, after the flood was gone, my grandpa went back down to check on his garden, you know, assuming that all, everything he had planted in the bottom was gone. And uh, come to find out, the watermelons had floated up on the vines and had gotten stuck in the trees about six or eight feet up. And he went around in the back of his truck with a ladder and picked what was left of his watermelons out of the trees. Craziest thing I've ever seen. Couldn't believe there were any left. All right, well... We're really happy that you guys have joined us. We hope that you go on to the next episode where we interview David Diamond, which is a local legend on the football field here at Pilot Mountain. And we also have another episode ready for you. So we have three in a row um, with Michael Boyette, which is a professor at at, um, NC State University. Dr. Michael Boyette, excuse me. And we're just really happy you're here. Thanks for listening to the introduction of NC Retold. We hope you will continue to join us as we hear from some awesome North Carolinians with some even more amazing stories to tell. Remember to be on the lookout at the first of every month for new episodes, and don't forget to subscribe to be notified when new episodes are available. And if you know someone who has a good story to tell or have questions or comments, please email us at info at ncretold.com.